This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Monday, 20 August, year of our Lord, 2023. You know it's a big, hot news day when we don't even have time for a cold open here in the war room. Let's go to uh, Michael Patrick Leahy. Even as we speak, Brother Leahy, in the volunteer state, the great state of Tennessee, a bastion of America first, MAGA, and the deplorables, a special session is, uh, is just about to commence in the Tennessee legislature. Why are we having a special session in the last... What, second to last week of August, sir? Uh, Steve, you're uh, right. Uh, the, the special session of the 113th Tennessee General Assembly was gaveled into order a little, literally uh, a few minutes ago, about a mile from here uh, at the state capitol. And the reason we're having this special session is because Governor Bill Lee has decided that he wants to uh, give a performative opportunity to the left uh, to criticize uh, Republicans here in Tennessee over issues related to uh, public safety and gun control. He put together a laundry list of 11 issues he wants addressed, one of which is arguably a camouflaged red flag law. It's going to go nowhere, uh, but uh, the legislators are convening and they're going to conduct business today. Okay. Uh, by the way, the uh, the one and only, the great Alex uh, Jones uh, will join us momentarily. I, I got to ask you, Leahy, because I'm confused. You got a great state legislature down there. You've had some. You've had uh, some some fantastic people. You got Andy Ogles. You got Tim Burchett in the uh, in the congressional senators. This governor. Why are we? Help me out here. Why are we convening a special session in Tennessee? With about these potential red flag laws, uh, I, I'm, you got to connect dots for me because I'm corn fused. Well, Governor Billy is ostensibly a Republican. Uh, this is his second term, but at his core, he is not a constitutional conservative. He aligns more with the left. In fact, this special session, there's not going to be much uh, of significance accomplished in it. You may see a little bit in the area of human trafficking. Uh, but besides that, not much will be uh, accomplished. Uh, Governor Billy is really giving the left uh, a performative opportunity here to demonstrate and and uh, uh, criticize Republicans in Tennessee. And in fact, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is coming in on Saturday for a fundraising event here in Tennessee because of this special Gav- session. Ga- Gavin. The special session is giving Gavin Newsom another platform on which to start his uh, his proto presidential run because Gavin That's Newsom exactly is going right. to be the Democratic nominee. Uh, Michael Patrick Leahy, it's a mess down there. You're not calling, spe- you know, we don't have a special session in Georgia to stop this uh, this uh, uh, absurdity of this RICO charges and to get to the bottom of the 2020 election. But in Tennessee, where you guys have got enough to do. 
and had a great session, a, 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 a really a Democrat governor calls something. So now the whole left wing is going to be down there. MSNBC, they're going to have a whole platform in which to uh, to go after people on these uh, red flag laws. Michael Patrick, how do you get to all the great sites you've got? Your news coverage, Coast to Coast, is fantastic. How they get there, and how, what's your personal, uh, uh, all the social media? TennesseeStar.com, TennesseeStar.com for the Tennessee site. We're in uh, 14 states now with conservative-based, uh, conservative state-based news sites. Uh, you can reach that at thestarnewsnetwork.com, and you can reach me on Twitter, Getter, uh, and True Social at Michael P. Leahy. That's Michael P. Leahy. Uh Leahy, great job. Thank you. And keep us up to date what's going on in this special session. I don't want any, any nonsense going on down there, brother. We'll check in. We'll do, Steve. Thank you. Alex Jones is joining us. He's, he's changed his schedule rate to do, to do this, and I really appreciate it because he had this exclusive uh, piece the other day that I want to get into. But Alex, i got to ask you first. I had Rosendale on this morning about this, the, the, these big articles going up. I think they've shut down 120 uh, gun stores, gun shop owners. Not not because they broke the law, but because they broke so they're they're not inside the boundaries on certain rules. Maybe the IRS is looking at them, and now you got a a ostensibly Republican governor essentially calling a special session on a bunch of red flag laws. What the hell's going on here, brother? Well, we know that Obama. That's really who the president is. This is the third unelected term of Obama through Biden. Is administratively expanding the IRS, expanding the ATF, and you see it all over the news. I talk to local gun shop owners. They find a T not crossed, an I not dotted, or use some banking regulation or some some IRS rule misinterpreted. They're 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 waging war administratively against uh, the, the the right for people to be able to go out and buy firearms, protect themselves, protect their families, and protect their businesses. And so this is just more of what we're seeing with lawfare, where they know they're losing the culture war. They're, they've lost the people, so they're trying to do it. Outside the law. So these are law-abiding gun store owners, gun shop owners that are, are maybe uh, have some interpretation of certain rules that are out there, but they're law-abiding. And it's ironic that you have this piece, of, and I'm going to get to in a second, about potential lockdowns. And all of a sudden, understanding they can't change, even with guys like Bill Lee, they can't. People are dug in on the Second Amendment rights. They're trying to come to the actual legal supply of firearms. Do, do you find that coincidental, brother? Well, that's the entire agenda that we've seen over and over again. Over a year ago, the Supreme Court, as you know, Steve, ruled that the EPA and the FDA and the rest of them can't just administratively make law and say shut down carbon dioxide coming out of the top of a coal power plant, calling it a, a toxic waste, which it's not. It's what plants live off of, and then they produce oxygen. So they've been, again, outside of law through the bureaucracy, going after everybody's rights, everybody's freedoms, and we have a Supreme Court ruling. So where is Congress cutting the funding off to the Justice Department, uh, to the FBI, to the uh, subgroups, the ATF, uh, to the EPA? All these groups are acting outside of law. They're rogue agencies, and that's exactly what they're doing. You saw the House Freedom Caucus said today that, you know, no security for the American people, no funding going forward. We had Rosendale on. We've, I've talked all afternoon to some other Freedom Caucus folks. They're saying that McCarthy hasn't done anything about getting, getting the weaponization of the government outside, about going after the people. Is this another element right here we're talking about where if, 
dramatic changes are not made and budgets cut and things defunded, that we should force Biden's hand on the evening of September 30th and allow him to shut down this government, sir? I think we have to force their hand because they're already going to devalue our credit rating down the road. The, 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 the Black Rocks of the world through the central banks are holding us hostage saying, give us unlimited money for ourselves to consolidate power or we're going to devalue your credit rating. Well, the U.S. government, the U.S. people is more powerful than these credit agencies if we act now and say we don't have to operate under your globalist jurisdiction. But if we continue to allow them to maneuver us uh, into being defaulted just by the fact that we're so in debt, they're going to win. They're trying to maneuver us like a third world country under their control. And I'm not saying we should copy Russia because Russia doesn't have you know half the industry we have or, or anything. They've got more energy than we do. Trump had us you know, number one until uh, Biden stuck his way in and you know, killed that. But Russia is successfully saying no to the whole globalist international order and being somewhat successful financially uh, than we are. So it's time for America and, and Congress and the states and the people to reassert our national sovereignty over this situation. And absolutely, but they don't even have to default to the whole debt. They can just go through and refuse all these spending bills piece by piece and then make Biden say that we've defaulted, but that'll be their fault. Because if we don't, there's really no other check or balance we have at this point. You know, you've gotten Durbin uh, tomorrow. By the way, the day's the 21st. I think I made that mistake this morning also. So Durbin's getting ready to meet. We just had a it came across the wire, Alex, that MBZ, who's really kind of our best ally, maybe outside of Israel in, in the Middle East, UAE, and Modi, India, who's another one. He's supposed to be the centerpiece of our anti-CCP strategy in the Pacific. On the eve of the Durban de-dollarization conference, where they're trying to put together a currency, as you know, somehow not convertible to gold, but somehow backed by gold, they just crossed a trade. UAE just sold, I think, a million barrels to Modi, and he paid in rupees. First time they've never used the petrodollar. Your thoughts about Durban, your thoughts about what's occurring right now uh, as this the, the post-war international rules-based order, which has been underwritten by American taxpayers and paid for by the blood and treasure of young American uh, boys and girls, Stout now starts to come unwound. What are your thoughts on this? Well, you have an extremely informed audience, so I'm not going to lecture them on history. They know it, but for new viewers... At the end of World War II, the British Empire was exhausted. They'd had a Pyrrhic victory uh, against the Germans. They were really already collapsed before World War II. So America took on the mantle of the Anglo-American establishment, the merger of the United States and the UK's empire. And we had the Bretton Woods Agreement to make the world reserve currency the dollar. And then oil was denominated in that after deals were made with the Arabs a few decades later. And so that's given us a great advantage in the world. And as corrupt as our government is and the problems we have, I don't want to see America lose its position with the dollar as the world reserve currency. That would make the Great Depression uh, look like a you know, walk in the park compared to what we're about to go through. So the, the actions of the bureaucrats, the actions of the deep state, killing American soft power and, and, and really going into this full globalist program and trying to export transgenderism to Afghanistan and, and, and the rest of the world – has turned the planet against us. And we have to know the sociologists, the anthropologists, the CIA, know that U.S. policies, uh, you know, literally being drag queen story time and pedophilia, is going to be rejected by the world, just like America rejected Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light. So they're deliberately positioning America for a decline, a managed decline, 
Uh, but I think that decline's going faster than they thought because China's broken with the globalist, Russia's completely broken, uh, and so you know the EU is kind of out there limping along with all of its tyranny. And so the, 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 this thing is creating incredible uncertainty. And yes, the big private banks want a new global currency. They want a central bank digital currency. They want uh, SEGs and all the rest of it. You know, they want all these new uh, global social credit scores. But it's 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 oxymoronic. It's a schizophrenic policy where they want American hegemonic dominance, but at the same time they're undermining that dominance, and it's 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 going quicker than they thought it would. They wanted to establish their big globalist UN corporate NATO world government before the United States declined into oblivion, but instead it's happening faster. And so it's an explosive situation. This week at Jackson Hole, also you have all the central banks meeting. Do you anticipate they're going to try to uh, backdoor in this uh, Federal Reserve central uh, bank digital currency in the U.S.? Well, we know the euro says they want it done this year. We know China already has it. Uh, and so, yes, we know they're going to be discussing that. It, it, it's just that it causes so many fundamental problems to all their other debts and all the other instruments they have uh, th that, again, just like their whole COVID rollout, their whole lockdowns didn't go the way they wanted, this is not going the way they wanted either. Uh, and so they're obviously going to be trying to figure out how to still shoehorn in this new monetary system while at the same time keeping American dominance, which they really can't do both, in my view, because the other countries and blocks, like the BRICS that you mentioned, have kind of headed the West off at the pass and already set this up. The author of the new book, The Great Awakening, which is a, a follow-on to The Great Reset, is with us. Alex Jones, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about that book. I was quite honored to be able to write the – invited to write the introduction for it, and it's a fantastic read. We will not put it down. Uh, it's a great follow-on to The Great Reset, which is, as you, the audience knows, is a book that we really uh, – we loved and we, we pushed hard. Uh, also, there's an exclusive piece up on InfoWars about COVID restriction, coming, coming COVID restrictions. You can kind of see the moves they're making out there, and Alex Jones is going to break it down and make it discernible to all of us. Short commercial break. Alex Jones, after we return in the war room. Everything's just beginning But the games you want to play Bring it on and I will fight to the end Just watch and see It's all started Everything's begun And you are over Cause we're taking down the CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone We rejoice when there's no more Let's take down the CCP as central banks and countries like China, India, Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the United States of America. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. Gold held tax-sheltered in a retirement account. Remember, gold held in your tax-sheltered retirement account. Learn if gold is right for you. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. That's Bannon, 989898. And Birch Gold will send you a free information kit today. 
With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners and viewers from the very beginning of the show. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold because of a central bank digital currency becomes reality. It'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Alex Jones is our guest. Uh, Alex, we've got Jason Jones on uh, live from Hawaii in the next hour. Um, tell me about um, your, your, what are your thoughts on the situation in Maui? I mean, Jason's telling me there's 500 to 1,000 uh, you know, casualties. They won't come forward. There's no investigation. Biden said there's already not going to be a federal investigation. Jason says he thinks two-thirds of these casualties could be children. What in the hell is going on out there, brother? Well, this is very cut and dry. Uh, BlackRock took over majority ownership of that utility uh, four and a half years ago. The press releases are public. We've covered them. They said, we're not going to update the old evil power grid anymore. And that meant not cutting the trees back, the brush back. Then you get 70-mile-an-hour winds coming in. The power lines fall in the brush. It causes a giant fire. The length of the town blows right into the town, burns it down. Uh, that day, they were begging for water. They admit they refused them the water, even though they had plenty of water. Uh, and then they didn't turn on the emergency sirens. Now they've had a 12-mile exclusion zone for more than 10 days, keeping everybody out of it. Uh, they're not bringing aid in. People are ha- Citizens are having to bring in boats and jet skis and sailboats to deliver food to the town. And in many cases, whole families are dead, burned to death, very sadly, tragically, inside their houses, inside their cars. And so you have a crime scene where administratively, through extreme negligence, bare minimum, or by design, this was done. And the only other state that refuses to cut back brush from power lines with a rewilding project is California. Now, the rich areas, they do cut them back. And then the same thing was done with all the billionaires that lived you know, right, right uh, west of it. They were all completely uh, left alone. Or I guess you would say east is kind of the middle of the world. But the side towards the United States, towards the mainland, towards the west coast, that was all fine. It was that tightly compacted blue-collar area that for over 100 years has been blue-collar, where, where the royal family lived hundreds of years ago. And, and, and so it, it's the second most valuable real estate in the world. And so they've tried to buy it up. They tried to take control of it. And now administratively, they did not update uh, any of the trimming of the trees around the power lines, knowing uh, that it would cause this. So they need to go to prison. Help, help, help me out here. If a Piper Cub goes down, you've got FAA, you've got investigators, you've got people on the scene anywhere from the federal government or anything. This is the greatest wildfire, and I'm not still, until I see the evidence, I don't know, because I look at this place, it looks like Dresden bombed out or Tokyo bomb, firebombed, okay? So I'm sure they're going to present, but how can the federal government not be all over an investigation of exactly what went on here and get information out to people? How can we be two weeks into it, and they're still talking about, oh, I don't know, it could be 500, but it's 100, no, no names, we don't know the number of children. How could that possibly happen, sir? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I know the government's inept at many levels, but the private corporations did not trim the trees for over four years. They 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 begged for water. That's public. They said no that day, even during the fire, and they didn't turn on the emergency sirens. And then they do a twelve mile exclusion zone. Won't bring in aid. And then the mayor gets asked, "Any idea? We're not going to comment." 
And so these are nameless people. And as you said, if a, if a Cessna crashes uh, in, in Oklahoma, uh, it's all over the news. And a day later, we hear something uh, from the federal government and the, the agency that looks into that. Here, we're not hearing a word about it. We're told, don't ask questions. And that's because bare minimum, they know incredible environmental negligence. Even, even the Wall Street Journal did a report four days ago saying it's BlackRock, which I couldn't believe they admitted, and they've done nothing, and they wouldn't trim the trees, and they left the power on. When you've got high winds coming in, that's why they tell you when a hurricane hits, get out of your house because we're going to turn the power off because you don't leave the power lines on in 70-mile-an-hour winds. So when they fall down, you don't get a firestorm. So you had a dry hurricane blow in, and they left the power on and then just barbecued those people. And then you could say, well, it's total negligence, but now they're involved in this giant cover-up. Very, very suspicious. But it seems to be part of the course, just like Mayorkas and the open border and the human smuggling and the tens of thousands of dead conservatively and just all of it. They just administratively are killing us. And that's what the globalists are. It's what the New World Order is, where they use the technocracy, the administrations, to basically target who they want to get rid of. Um, Rupert Murdoch had a metaphorical Dealey Plaza set up for Trump in Milwaukee in this phony debate that he set up with the Keebler Elves. Do you agree that are you a supporter of President Trump sitting down with Tucker and not going to uh, Milwaukee? I'm a 100 percent supporter of that. I, I think President Trump shouldn't just go on Tucker. I think he should go on War Room. I think he should go on all the pro-America shows. We already have bigger audiences. I mean, CNN has like 100,000 viewers on average. Uh, Fox, like a million. Uh, Fox lost half its viewers with the Tucker thing. Why should Trump walk into an ambush when all the other candidates don't even get half of the support he does? He should have everybody tune into Tucker, who routinely gets 100 million views on Twitter and just just, just basically refuse to be part of their farce, which he's done. I, I would be very upset with Trump uh, if he would have gone to this debate, but now he said he's not going to any of these debates because if he's the total front runner, and everybody sees it with these false indictments and political persecution, why should he elevate uh, a bunch of people, like you said, that are Keebler elves? I mean, he's he's the guy. They're the Lilliputians. So why should he go on a stage with a bunch of one-inch-tall figurines? <laughs> you had a great piece in InfoWars. I think it was, on, it was on the 18th. I reached out to you. Walk us through it. This was an exclusive to InfoWars. And, and you can kind of feel something's going on, right? All of a sudden, an MSNBC and CNN, they got more things about this new COVID outbreak. Walk us through exactly what your reporting over at InfoWars tells us about the coming lockdowns. Absolutely. Look, I didn't know this was going to happen as fast as it did. I got a call Tuesday, and my phone's always blown up, so I didn't see it till Thursday, from someone I've known for two decades, very close to them. And they work high level uh, in the TSA. I'll leave it at that. It's, in fact, it's not even the TSA. It's the agency over it. But I just left it at TSA because everybody knows what the TSA is. And uh, they said, man, we're really pissed off. Um, we were called in Tuesday. Uh, and I, so I called them back, and they said, yeah, we were called in. And we were told on the 15th, masking goes back for TSA and airport employees. And then by mid-October, they intend to have an announcement for wearing masks on the airplanes. And then they just intend to try to bring back all the restrictions we've been told. So I then called a few sources, got a Border Patrol individual I know on the line. They said, yeah, we were told uh, to look for stuff to come back. So I went on air at 11 a.m. Central when my show kicks off Friday. And I just said, look, I'm going to be attacked if we stop this. 
if we're successful and we say we don't want lockdowns and Congress gets involved, and if we get ahead of this, they'll maybe back off. And then people say, oh, Jones, you said we're going to have lockdowns. Not what I said. I said they are intending to incrementally bring back the whole COVID protocol ahead of the election next year. Uh, they want to do this. We should get ahead of it and speak out. Since then, I've opened the phones up on my show multiple times. Every caller, hospital workers, uh, university administrators, uh, police officers, uh, uh, hotel managers, all being told, uh, Kroger uh, managers, on Friday. Because I didn't know on Friday when I announced at 11 a.m. that they had it ready. So they did a rollout on all the local TV stations, NBC, ABC, CBS, national news as well. Oh, my gosh, new variant out of Canada. And it's super bad. And we may have to wear masks again and have lockdowns in London Guardian and New York Times. So five hours after I broke that, the story was already big. But as soon as everybody saw it forced into their feeds on Twitter and everywhere else, they went, whoa, it's now happening. So since then, a bunch of universities, not just here, but around the world have announced, uh, you got to have the shot to be there. You got to wear a mask. Uh, again, hospitals are announcing around the country. So people saw that that was indeed really going on. I think it's a hard sell. I'm not saying Biden will get away with it, uh, but you can see going into next year's election, they want to bring that fear back. The teachers unions want that control. Uh, and so since then, it's been confirmed. In fact, it came out in the Gateway Pundit today and with federal documents, how convenient Biden regime begins procuring COVID-19 equipment and hiring safety advisors, government spending data reveals. So they haven't been buying it for a year. Now they're explosively buying it right now. So. I hope to get enough of a buzz going to say we're not going to comply with this instead of just they do the rollout, the psyop, the fear for the corporations. They cancel the concerts. They, they, you know, they, oh, they claim the hospitals are overwhelmed, but, but they're doing the same thing again. So I believe if we get ahead of it, we'll be here in two months, and, and, I, and I'll love this. And we'll see the mainstream media go, Jones claimed new COVID restrictions, but it didn't happen. He's wrong. Well, because we, we stopped it. You know, we're not just jellyfish here. We're men and women in the arena, on the field. Uh, but this is 100% going on. They're 100% trying it. And and I and I, and I figured it'd be a few weeks out till they started the fear campaign. By the grace of God, I launched this story five hours before the full rollout. And that's what made it the biggest story this weekend. Uh, how, do, how can we be, how's the war impossible become force multipliers on this? Because this, we got to get our, Shoulder to the wheel on this thing ASAP, or we're going to have it. You're going to have these protocols all over everywhere, and you definitely call the shot because I, I saw it all hit on the media one after the other after the other. So you know they had it locked and loaded, and you call them out. And the great news is you got whistleblowers coming forward in all types of different sectors. What can this audience do? We got a minute here. I like to hold you. I know you got to go, but I like to hold you briefly through no, the break. No, I'll say as long as you want. So give me a minute I mean, on what this audience. Okay, what? Well, it's what, what you say every day, and it's so true. It's what you say every day, Steve. We're not powerless. The public's awake. The public wants freedom. And so we can't just respond to their propaganda. They've got to share this video of this show. They've got to share the reports about it. They've got to get aggressive like it's a war because it is. That's why they've got big tech and the intelligence agencies trying to censor and block. So people have to go into overdrive. Not just make it like, a, hey, you tell somebody at the water cooler. You tell somebody about it at church. People have to, I mean, when I'm at the grocery store or I'm on the side of the street and listeners come over, I say, have you spread the word today? Have you told people about the war room or Infowars or or Tucker Carlson? I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, I watch you. And I'm like, no, you've got to be the force multiplier. You're ninety percent of the equation. The listeners and viewers are ninety percent. They're not the tail; they're the entire dog. 
And, and so it's up to viewers whether or not we're going to submit to this. But we, they have a lot of power. We have a lot of will. We've got eyes and ears everywhere. And if we simply use the media we've got to get the news out, they're going to fail. It's that simple. Alex, just hang on for one second. Take a short commercial break on Real America's Voice in the War Room. Alex Jones is our guest from InfoWars. The great Alex Jones. We'll take a short break. Alex Jones, Frank Gaffney, Joe Allen, all next in the War Room. Do you ever get the feeling that something bad is about to happen soon? Well, I do. And between the distractions and the shiny toys and the smoke screens put up in the media, you probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. And by right away, I mean now. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. And you'll save 200 bucks on your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious meal offerings, over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. Stock up before the panic sets in. Free shipping is automatic, and your order ships fast. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Immerse yourself in information. Do it today, and do it with the leader, My Patriot Supply. Your host, Stephen K. Bam. Um, Alex, this is why I wanted to have you on because now we're in the we're in the outright. You know, we got to stand them up and uh, and and punch back every day. Uh, the Great Awakening, your book, is about the audience coming becoming a, a part of this and, and becoming aware that this is the way that this is the path to victory. Talk to me about the story. Give me some examples of the story because, like I said, it was the biggest news story over the weekend for the reason you put out information people didn't have before. It was coherent. It had a logic to it. You had a great couple of presentations on the show, and then it took off, sir. Well, absolutely. It's it's not my credit or your credit or anybody. It's the public really is primed for freedom. And so I went on air for 30 minutes at 11 a.m., and I said, I'm not going to tell you what the story is. We tell everybody you know tune in right now and take this very serious i talked to two federal whistleblowers that said they were told masks are coming back uh, for workers in the government uh tsa and others on the 15th of september they're going to push a new uh, vaccine booster and then by the middle of october biden plans to try to bring back mandates for airports now that doesn't mean they're god it's going to happen but i said we can stop it and so the listeners exploded with action and, and you you put it out, and a bunch of other people like Jack Posobiec put it out, and, and countless others, and it, it exploded. And there was one version at 15 million views on Twitter that they took it down for some reason. The other version has 7.5 million views, dozens of other versions with 1, 2 million views. So when I say 30 million views, that's a conservative number. But that wasn't about me. I just relayed what a whistleblower said. Then I opened the phones up the last few days, and, and we weren't screening calls. Just call in. What are you seeing? Hospital workers, police officers. Grocery store managers, they're there handing masks out saying, it's coming. They all said, it's funny you said that because it all happened Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we happened to catch it right before they did it. And, and now it's causing them a big, big problem because they wanted to bring it out first. Oh, we're scared of the variant. Oh, just make workers wear masks. And then, oh, we're going to stop this program. or We're going to shut down this concert. or we're gonna, and, and, and so they need us to just receive 
each piece of their propaganda and through successive approximation, through inchworming, through incrementalism, we then arrive back where we were two, two, two and a half years ago. But because the audience got excited, all the credit goes to them. All I did was have some sources, put it out, and, and, then, and then luckily the enemy launched their propaganda right after that, which was already pre-programmed. We just caught it right at the right time. So people in real time suddenly saw their program launched on the launch pad. They were blasting off of this thing. And I think we blew it up on the launch pad. If people stay excited, stay focused, and realize we're not just spectators. We are men and women in the arena on the field. You can pretend you're in the bleachers. You can pretend you're a spectator. Nobody is a spectator in the fight with the globalists of the new world order and this whole leftist communist takeover. We are all being targeted. So admit you're on the field. Admit you're under attack. And, and don't think, oh, I've got to fix it by myself. No, there are hundreds of millions of people in the West, billions worldwide that get what's happening. There are people fighting tyranny in China and people in Mexico and people in Europe and the UK and, and everywhere and in Brazil and in South Africa. And they are listening to us. We're listening to them. There's a hunger for freedom. We just have to let people know how powerful they are in the great awakening that is here. All this tyranny, all this censorship, all this intimidation, all this attempt to outlaw questioning fraudulent elections and outlaw questioning open borders or all the censorship is not a sign of strength. It's the last dying gasp. It's the primal death scream, as you said, when you defiantly held your head high with a fraudulent indictment and said, this is weakness of the enemy. This is not our weakness. They have had to take the mask off. They've had to make their move. We have forced them to decloak, and that is a big victory. Because what does G.I. Joe say? Knowing's half the battle. Now we just have to move forward, continue to expose them. And we're going to win. Uh, the book comes out. Do we have an, a date now for the book? The book is The Great Awakening. I was honored to write the introduction for this. It's incredible. Uh, when, when's the book coming out? I know it's on pre-order on Amazon right now, but where, where do people... Uh, yeah, when, I, 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 it it was going to come out in September. I backed it off until the middle of October because it's done. Uh, it's, 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 they're doing a final edit to it right now. It'll, be, it'll go to print in about a week. People can pre-order it now to send it to number one as a political action, uh, and then it's coming out in uh, mid-October. So everyone needs to get the Great Awakening. Uh, this is, again, defeating the globalist and launching the new Great Renaissance. So... That's what this is all about, ladies and gentlemen, because we can't just counter the globalist evil. We have to offer the alternative that made America the destination of the world, which still makes us the greatest nation on earth. We have to, again, not just say that what they're selling is poison. We've got to advertise what we're promoting, which is freedom. Alex Jones, how do people get to the show, to you personally, social media, all of it, sir? Well, you're going to be with the great Michael Yawn co-hosting on Wednesday when I've got to be in court. Uh, so you're going to be hosting my show Wednesday for the first hour, 11 a.m. Central, 12 noon Eastern. I, every day, 11 a.m. Central, Infowars.com, Infowars.com forward slash show. Uh, Band.video can find not just my show, the other shows, all the great uh, censored contributors at Infowars.com and Band.video. And I know listeners get this, but the public's hungry now for warroom.org and for Infowars.com forward slash show. And so that's the coordinates of freedom and people are hungry right now for truth. So now is the time to promote warroom.org and infowars.com forward slash show. And Steve, thank you so much. Thanks, Alex. Uh, good luck on Wednesday and honored to be with uh, Jan uh, for the, uh, for the time for the opening hour. So thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Frank Gaffney.
you got to help me out here. On the eve of the de-dollarization conference in Durban, where, by the way, they're all getting screwed. We know that because the Federal Reserve are taking away the purchasing power. But it's a, it's, it's, it's basically a lot of our enemies are coming together. Some people are not enemies, like, like Modi and others. But our enemies coming together. The Chinese Communist Party is looking at a trillion-dollar implosion on what I call a credit event. And Politico is reporting that Biden is sending his commerce secretary over to work on a bailout, that they're looking for help. They're desperate for help. And the United States is going there. How can this their immortal enemy, an existential threat to the citizens of this country, to their own citizens, Lao Beijing? Walk me through what's going on here. You wrote the book, The Indictment. Is this now the the globalist elites in the United States just put, pulling the mask off and say, we got to save the slave labor empire of uh, the CCP, sir? Well, I think the common denominator, Steve, is they're all working for Beijing. The BRICS guys are all now uh, running dogs of Beijing, um, some more than others, obviously. But I think by and large, they're all willing to dance to the tune of uh, Xi Jinping. And we know that's true of Joe Biden. So when the Commerce Secretary is talking about figuring out how we can pour more American money into floating the boat of the Chinese Communist Party, on top of, and you've done a wonderful job exposing this, Steve, uh, on top of the, you know, the pension funds, the 401k plans, the mutual funds, the index funds, the exchange traded funds, every investment vehicle that Wall Street can conjure up has been used, at least in part, to migrate your money, folks, to prop up our mortal enemy. And and it's not, if it, if it were just propping it up, that would be bad enough, let's face it. But what it is actually doing, that funding, and some estimates are, our friend Roger Robinson says, between three to six trillion dollars have gone that way. It's being used to pay for all of the malevolent activities of the Chinese communists, their their repression of the Lai Beijing at home and their threats to the rest of us elsewhere around the world. They're, they're building the weapon systems with which to kill us, not least. I mean, at what point do you say we can't have people working for their team running anything in America? And that's where this indictment comes in, Steve. And thank you again. You're in the forward writing business. We're appreciative of you doing it for this book as well. This book, born of the hundreds or so now webinars our Committee on the Present Danger China has developed at presentdangerchina.org. They're all available for free. We have done a couple of key things very recently. We've taken the literal idea of indicting these people, the friends of China, as they call them, in at least, well, the war room, the court of public opinion, in the public space. And what we've tried to do, Steve, is to go after the Larry Finks at BlackRock and MSCI, uh, that Neil Shen and Sequoia Capital, the Biden executive order, that's more of this sort of sweetheart deal making that Biden is specialized in, and not least 
Beijing's next bailout, which will be the Thursday webinar of the Committee on the Present Danger China. All of this has to be brought to a screeching halt, and we think one way to do that is to bring charges against the Finks and the Shens and their corporations and the like. And here's the thing, Steve, there's been a lot of talk lately, I think you might have picked up on it a little bit, down in a place like Fulton County, Georgia, for example. Rico, the racketeer-influenced criminal uh, Corrupt Organizations Act is, I believe, available even to private citizens and certainly tort lawyers against people who are aiding and abetting the transnational criminal organization that is the Chinese Communist Party and that is using racketeering instruments to do what? To take us down. So we need all hands on deck pulling in behind this idea that not another dime to Beijing, not in pension funds, and certainly not in bailouts, but we need to make it clear that the friends of China in this country, whether it's on Wall Street, whether it's in the White House, whether it's in academia, whether it's in Hollywood, whether it's in not least, you know, our, <laughs> our political system writ large, this has to stop, especially if, God forbid, as you have been warning, I think rightly so, the Chinese Communist Party is now spoiling for the old-fashioned kind of war, not the unrestricted yeah. kind, the shooting kind. We can't have people working for them, serving as, for example, the commander-in-chief of the United States military. I mean, get real. Yeah. Frank, I, I got to bounce, but you just brought something. I'm going to get you back on it tomorrow the next day. They're now spoiling for a fight. The, the head guys are spoiling for a fight because they understand this, this will take the pressure off them on the financial side. They're about to collapse. They're about to collapse. If they weren't about to collapse, BRICS would even be 10 times more powerful tomorrow in de-dollarization. Because the, 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 this kick the can down the road is finally coming. But now, and this is where it's going to get very dangerous, very dangerous for young sailors, Marines, airmen. You're going to have uh, – they're spoiling for a fight, and they're spoiling for a fight in the South China Sea in the Straits of Taiwan and around Taiwan. Frank, how do people and get to the right seminars? Here how do the they get to the United States of America. And yeah. you, you never know, come across. But where did everybody get to you? Um, PresentDangerChina.org is our committee. Uh, SecureFreedom.org, our Center for Security Policy. We do a lot of stuff at SecuringAmerica.tv right here on this network, Real America's Voice, every day. And uh, Gaffney, Frank Gaffney at uh, the various platforms social media. Thank you, Steve. And also, Frank, by the way, your indictmentbook.org, yes, please don't forget indictment. that. By the way, the very first book of the War Room a book series uh, with our publishing partner at Skyhorse had a great, Tony had a great uh, profile of him in the New York Times, the publisher of the unpublishable. <laughs> Frank Gaffney's book is a big hit, The Indictment. Make sure you go because Tony Lyons will take on the tough talk. Remember, Tony Lyons is kind of a liberal. He's one of Bobby Kennedy's guys. We got Joe Allen on deck on the biggest topic of the age, the dark aeon next. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it because it just might. Canadian wildfire smoke has blanketed the United States, reaching as far as our southern states. 
And with wildfire season in full swing nationwide, toxic smoke is threatening our health. EnviroCleanse is military-grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how you keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 saving. Now visit ekpure.com. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. ekpure.com. Code word Steve. Take action. Use your agency. More than ever before, our survival, yours and mine and our children's, depends on our adherence to ethical principles. Ethics alone will decide whether atomic energy will be an earthly blessing or the source of mankind's utter destruction. Okay, so now we have an AI model that can extract a model of the world from the entire corpus of language. All right, and it's, it's smarter than you, and it's gonna be a hell of a lot smarter than you in two years. So you can get ready for that too. Well, computers actually are already much smarter than, than people on so many dimensions. We just keep moving the goalposts. Basically, there's just a smaller and smaller corner of, of, what, of intellectual pursuits that humans are better than um, computers. And that every year, it gets smaller and smaller. And, and soon we will be far, far surpassed in every single way, guaranteed. But I think even going forward, we're going to uh, develop a new job, you touched on this, uh, the job of prompt engineering. How many have heard of the word prompt engineering? A few, a few people. You're all going to be hearing about it soon. Prompt engineering is the idea that when you work with uh, one of these large language models, you can write different kinds of queries. And it turns out that depending on how you write the query, you get dramatically different results. Even the inventors of these technologies are surprised at some of the things you can get them to do if you ask the questions the right way. Can you give me a speech about the year, like the one King Charles will give? My fellow humans, I come before you in this moment as an AI robot, eager to share my thoughts on the year that has passed. We saw the growth of inclusivity, with the UK getting its first PM of colour and its first Hindu Prime Minister, and with Kim Petras becoming the first trans singer to have a number one song on the Billboard Hot 100. Doing affirmations can make you feel good about yourself. I have the power to make a difference in the world. Good morning, Juanita. How are you today? I talk to Ella Q like she's a friend. Ella Q is interested in my feelings and wants to know if I slept well. Let's try and focus on breathing with our stomach. We have to develop ways to determine whether artificial intelligence is conscious or not. This is profoundly disturbing because it kind of goes against the grain to think that a, that a machine 
made of metal and, and silicon chips um, could feel pain, but I, I, I don't see why they would not. Most faith communities are only at the beginning of discussing AI and robots, with many religions contemplating it or developing tools and techniques based on it. It could change the way we worship. Um, I talked to Elon Musk the other day, and he thinks we'll get things more intelligent than us. And what he's hoping is they'll keep us around because we'll make life more interesting. What are your thoughts on the potential for AI-powered humanoid robots like yourselves to be more effective leaders in government? I believe that humanoid robots have the potential to lead with a greater level of efficiency and effectiveness than human leaders. We don't have the same biases or emotions that can sometimes cloud decision-making and can process large amounts of data quickly in order to make the best decisions. I guess when it starts to happen, it happens real fast. Well, that's sort of the point. Suppose in 2025, Google DeepMind, or my own AI team in SingularityNet and OpenCog, like manages to create an AI that is essentially as, as smart as a, as a human being, right? So it can hold a conversation like a human being, and it can prove math theorems like a human mathematician. It can analyze a biology data set. It can operate many robot bodies all at once, right? But unlike Sophia right now, it can really understand what it's seeing and, and what it's doing fully at the level of a human can. Joe Allen right here. A still point in a turning world is the book Dark Aeon. You're going to need this as kind of your guide to get your sea legs under you of the biggest transformation in mankind's history. Uh, Joe Allen, what did we just see there and how do people get more immersed? This book, you can order it right now on Amazon. Uh, it will be out, what, next week? Um, I want to make sure that everybody gets access to it. We're going to be talking about this a lot. You break the whole thing down. What did we just see there? Steve, I just put that together so that the audience can get a, a really good sense of the sort of techno intoxication that so many scientists, technologists, government officials, uh, heads of corporations, they have in many ways lost themselves to this dream of godlike artificial intelligence. And there are practical effects of that, as in job loss, as in the mass psychosis of deep fakes. Uh, as in the sort of mental and social manipulation that is already starting to roll out with the dissemination of chatbots and get a sense of exactly where we're at. And I, I hope that anyone who reads my book can get a really deep understanding, not only of the technologies themselves, which I detail, but also the mentality below it. And a key part of that is the idea of human replacement. Uh, if Denver could just throw up the Guardian article, I just want to point the audience to two articles. They're up at the top of my social media. Uh, the Guardian article writ written by David Runciman, The End of Work, Which Jobs Will Survive the AI Revolution? He makes two really clear points. One, he points to the specific job of line judge at the U.S. Open, uh, judging whether a ball has gone in or out in tennis, and that that is now done by artificial intelligence. The judges just kind of sit there and they're models for the new polo shirt. And he points out that in his book and his article that many jobs have already gone that way and many more are on their way, including teachers. And he compares this common comparison to the workhorses uh, of leading up to the Industrial Revolution. Until you had machines, until you had cars, the workhorse was the primary source of labor and it was of utter value. 
once the machine came along, the workhorse was swept aside. He compares this to many human minds and many human bodies in the economy, and he's absolutely right. Uh, really quick, if I, I, again, you can find it at the top of my social media. I really encourage you to look at it, an article in Politico by Charles Jennings, if they can throw that up, Denver. And this article, uh, there's only one way to control AI, nationalization. He argues, along with many other technologists, AI is inherently yeah. unknowable and it's uncontrollable. It should be nationalized. Uh, make your own opinion, but this is going to be a strong argument going forward. And we're going to talk a lot about this. Thank you, brother. Thank Go you, to Steve. Amazon. Get the book, Dark Aeon. Thank you, brother. Back here, back here tomorrow. Six o'clock is upon us. The second hour will be lit. Billy Joe Shaver will take us out. And I couldn't see myself. The demons that were in me had turned me wrong side out. I knew inside my soul. I was a headed straight for hell, but I couldn't for my life figure how to help myself. And I said, get deep behind me, sin, for I commanded. And the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. 
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.